0: Zera Shimshon Shire, this week, Parsha Tetzave, Wednesday night, Parsha Tetzave. To start now, Parsha Tetzave, Zera Shimshon. Okay, so the end of last week's Parsha was uh, the Mizrach Nechoishis. Nechoshes is Ner Chodesh Shkolem. meaning Moshe Rabbeinu had three things that were hard to him, how to make the menorah, and what is the exact size of the moon, that that would be good enough for Kiddush HaKoydash, and what is the machzis HaShekel about so that all is Hashem showed him, by all these three, it says, Ze Zeh Ma'isah Menoira, Ha'choidesh Yitnu Kolo So that's how we know that, so what's going on here? There were way more complicated things in the Torah than Kiddush Ha'choidesh, or Ma'isah Menoira, or Machtis Ha'Shekel, and we never saw Moshe Rabbeinu having any problem understanding and why do we need a remez in the Choshis ok so the thing is like this the Mepharshim, the Madrashim and the Zohar says that there were three things that caused Moshe Rabbeinu not to be able to enter Eretz Yisrael excuse me one of them was when he said to the The second one, when he said Loma Hari Loma Lama and the third that he accepted eriv Rav that caused to make the eagle and caused Amishol to die in the Midbar. Now, that's also interesting that it's saying that these are the three things that caused Mosh Rabbeinu and we all know that basically what really caused Mosh Rabbeinu not to enter Eretz Yisrael was the famous Meimiriva. By instead of talking to the stone, he hit the stone. So, what is really going on here? So, true, <coughs> because of because of Meimiriva, Hashem swore that he won't go in. But Meimiriva was like just the final part. It wasn't the thing that actually caused. And the Zarashimshan now says that one has to do with the other. Okay. Moshe Rabbeinu was niskashe b'molet halavana. What size is it supposed to be? And that is always a remez to the kingdom of the Eden. So when he said Shlach no tishlach," he didn't want to be the Melech, even though that this is what HaKadosh Baruch Hu designated him to be. So therefore the Rubinish Lam took away from him the understanding of how Malchus renews itself, revives itself, rejuvenates itself. The second is by Menorah was because he said Hari Oysa why did you and the shkolim was for the erev rav. So, again, there's various gemaras all over Shas he's explaining that mitzad we see that it brings ginormous amount of numbers of Yidin that lived in Eretz Yisrael at various times. And the Gemara says, uh, Eretz Yisrael is like a deer. Just like a deer, once you take off its skin, it's impossible to stretch it back on top of the animal. It would be as if it was some time very, very... Uh, Strong uh, rubber that right away, you know, just came back to its miniature size. He says, same goes Eret Yisrael. As long as the Eden lived there, it could stretch out and become bigger and bigger and bigger. Once the Eden are not there, it becomes smaller and smaller. Just like the Levana. The Levana at the beginning of the month, is very small, but it grows and grows and grows, till the fifteenth day from the Moilud, when it's full. And this is a Remez, says the Zahimsha, that there were fifteen doyres from Avram Avinu till Shloy and at that point, Am Yisrael was at its epitome. As it says in the Navi that people were sitting Ishtachas Gafnoi, and Ishtachas Teinosei. But towards the end of the Melucha of Shleim Melech, Avoy started to become galore in Eret Yisrael, all over the place, non-stop, all types. And from that moment on, from that moment on, that was it. And there's exactly 15 doyres from Shlema Melech's son, Rechavam, until Nebuchadnezzar came, and destroyed Eretz Yisrael, destroyed the Beis HaMikdash. And that's that. So Shloyme HaMelech was the epitome of Malchus. At, if he would have held on strong, and not let his wife's worship Avoyed everything would have been great. But that was not the story. And since that was not the story, we're still in Golis now. And uh, this is the way it is. So fifteen days, and this is exactly the way the month goes: it goes up and down, up and down. And the Yalkut Shemayni says that im if we are merited to be good, then we count to the first fifteen days, and we stop by the when the, the levana is full. But if we're not Zayche, it goes down, and that's it. So, if Moshe Rabbeinu would have brought them into Eretz Yisrael, we know as a fact that Moshe Rabbeinu, Taka, would have brought Am Yisrael into Eretz Yisrael as the Geul shlema And we would have been there forever. And therefore, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu told him, HaKadosh HaZel that there's a Kiddush Halavana. Moshe Rabbeinu didn't understand it. So he said, I don't understand. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm seeing him understanding that there's going to be a period of Am in Golis. And the Rabbi Yisrael said, sadly, yes, because you're not bringing Am Yisrael into Eretz Yisrael because you said, no And that was over over there. So that was the first thing. The menorah was lama Now, a very, very interesting thing is that the menorah that Moshe Rabbeinu made was very, very special. He actually he didn't make it. He threw the chunk of gold into a fire, and it came out. But came along Shloimah Hamelach, and he added another ten menorahs. He added another ten menorahs, and the menorahs that Moshe Rabbeinu the menorah that Moshe Rabbeinu made in the Mishkan was one because it's Hashem, it, it represents Hashem Echad, Hashmaya Echad. But Shloim HaMelech made ten, representing seventy menorahs. That if we light seventy menorahs, Baruch we are going to break the seventy nations that want to break us. So in the Midbar, when Am Yisrael was sort of strong, we didn't need more than one Menorah. Because one Menorah was enough. Meaning, this was the Neskash Shemoishe, why not 10 Menorahs to get rid of the 70? Why not do this now? Why not just, you know, be in in a format of the Geul Shleima? Of that we have something that will be able to eradicate the goyim, and and will be in a in a great matzav, and uh, we'll be able to be uplifted. But that was not to be, because Moshe Rabbeinu said, "Lo Why did you cause damage to this nation by that that you sent me? Meaning. You, Moshe Rabbeinu himself underst- complained that the Goyim have some type of way of harming the Eden, governing them, and doing things to them. And the Rabbi wanted him to understand there is absolutely nothing doing if I don't want it done. But once this was the way Moshe Rabbeinu decided to react, there was no other way than to explain to him that you won't be Zoycha to be the one to make those ten Menorahs that will have the power to eradicate the Shivimumos. And that was his problem with the Menorah. And last but not least was his problem with the Machzis HaShekel. And the problem was the Machzis HaShekel is that he accepted goy. Okay. We all know, we're coming now from Parshat Zohar. And in Yisrael, I mean, Hashem, here in Chicago, we will be, <laughs> Be'etzem, in most of the world, we will be leaning on Friday morning, Alek, that we read on Parshat B'Shalach. And at that moment, the split his name. As it says, Kiyod al Ka, and he took away the Vav He Milchamu Ba'amalik Midor and the Machzis HaShekel shows that ain Hashem Sholem and he understood Moshe Rabbeinu that going into Eretz Yisrael was supposed to be the filling that we're supposed to have the Sheim Shalim and the Kisei Shalem. now there's a way uh, that is called Atbash Gardak. So if we go in Atbash, so Shekel, the Shin is a base, the Kuf is Dalit, that's six, and the Lamed is the Kuf, and that's 26, and that's Yudke Vavke. So this is what happened, that the Beis Hamikdosh was Charev, and now that the Beis Hamikdosh was Charev, we don't even have, we don't have a Sheyem Shalim, and we don't have a Shekel shali. And this was because he brought in the Erev Rav, that brought in Avayi the and they ruined Am Yisrael, by Am Yisrael donating first, to an uprooting of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and that caused them to lose everything. And Moshe Rabbeinu understood from these three things that this is going to cause him to die in Chutz That being said, it still is the Ata Tetzaviz B'nai Yisrael V'yikho Eilecha they will come towards Moshe Rabbeinu. I'm sure most of us know the very famous song, Someday. And as the it goes there, Moshe Rabbeinu will lead us once again. And that's true. That's brought down in the Zohar HaKadosh. That the goyel achroin, the one who is in charge of the Gulish leima from Edom, from Amalek, is Moshe Rabbeinu. So it seems to a certain extent that Moshe Rabbeinu himself had a hunch that he is not going into Eretz Yisrael because he himself did not wage war against Amalek. He sent Yeshua to do it. Just like Shmuel was not appointed to wage the war, Shmuel, who is equivalent to Moshe and Aaron, as it says, Moshe Aaron, B'chayana, B'chayana, Shmuel B'chayana, was not appointed to wage the war, rather it was done by show. And both of them did not get the job done. And therefore we read this past Shabbos, Zohar, to remind us that Amalek was not eradicated yet, because there's yet a way to go. And therefore, the thing was that we needed to cleanse us, and if we would have waited the whole 40 days, we would have had the 40 days clean, without making the Egel, without listening to the shenanigans of the Erev Rav, then we would have right away had, would have right away, taken us into Eretz Yisrael after the first 40 days, Hashemayim, when he brought down the Luchas Rishonis, he wouldn't have to break them, and we could have gone straight forward to the Gula Lame, but we did not have those full 40 days. And since we did not have those full 40 days, we lost it all. Now why did the Erev Rav do this? So he quotes here a very interesting Medrash, saying that the Erev Rav did not, was not able to taste the mud. The eruv rav was not able to taste the man, and since the eruv rav was not able to taste the man, so they were missing something. The man was the, is the food that Moshe Rabbeinu ate when he was forty days in Shemayim. It's called lechem abirim. It's called the food of the Malachim, and once they didn't have this food, so they weren't kulei ruchni, and since they weren't kulei ruchni, true. They, they wanted to join, they wanted to connect, they saw the great Nisim, and, 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 but, sorry, it, it wasn't enough. It's not good enough at that point. At that point, we need way more than just, you know, joining. It was like we have in the Megillah that we will be reading tomorrow night, bezis Hashem Yisbaruch. Yeah, so what does it say? That when Yud Gimel, came around, the may or it's There were many, many goyim that decided, "Oh, let's jump on the bandwagon. Let's join Klal Yisrael." It's like these people that come to the stadium. Lahavdil, this the is not saying that. This is a uh, it's it, it's an original. So they come to the baseball stadium. They have two baseball caps of the two games that are the two teams that are playing. And at the end of the game, this guy puts on the right cap. Whichever team wants, he never, he's never a loser. The Erev Rav were what we call opportunists. They jumped on the opportunity, mitzad echad, but at the end of the day, they weren't really interested. They didn't come for the ride. And since they didn't come for the ride, the Rabbi Yislam was not going to give them the pleasantries that people get from the ride because they did not deserve that. And since they didn't deserve it, they couldn't get it. So they were like nebach outsiders. They're, 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 they're not here. They're here, but they're not here. They're here for the, the traveling. They're here for uh, whatever it is. Uh, uh, today, we any anybody who had al Islam COVID, with all the, the particles that it comes with, would understand what it was like. Because if you can't taste your food, you know how bad that is. So they couldn't taste the on They didn't have the taste of the man. And, and they really felt totally disconnected. No connection. And they couldn't, you know, when you don't have the good connection that is needed, then you're missing out on everything. And Taka, they were. They were 100% missing out. Uh, well deserved. And once they were, so therefore they had that that push that drive to takamek the Egel because they need to believe in something they have to hang on to something sometime and since Moshe Rabbeinu made that mistake and he brought them and after Am Yisrael heard, even though they heard from HaKadosh Baruch Hu and it says that at that moment the Eid Zahara was chucked from Am Yisrael but it wasn't chucked that strong enough and this sort of the same mistake, what Mordechai repeated it, because he accepted these people to Am Yisrael as gerim, these rabbin misiadim, and obviously they incorporated into Klal Yisrael all kinds of other bad menhagim, until we know that the second base Hamikdash didn't last, and it was a very very turbulent time, because the on and off with Yiddishkeit was 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 very very sharp. It didn't take m- much longer after they finished building the first base, Ami- the second base, amygdosh. They came back, Ezra and Nechemiah had a period of time that made sure that all those that were intermarried, which was a good fifty percent of Klal Yisrael, divorced their wives and sent them away. And it didn't take more than a se- than than, a, than less than a half a century, and the Syrian Greeks came and Hellenism started, galore. And it got worse and worse and worse until the, you know, the Chashmonaim stood up and decided to put an end to it. And uh, again, there was a, a nice period of time that the Chashmonaim were in charge. But then they started to slip, and the, the Tzdukim came in, and and uh, the, that slipped. And then the Romans came in, and the rest is history. And this is what it is. We could have been Zeiha, if Moshe Rabbeinu would have been. And this is something tremendously amazing. The Torah never comes, covers up for anyone. And it's there to teach us. Yeah, it's, it's, a lot of us think, well, if HaKadosh Baruch Hu would talk to me, for sure I'm going to do it. But it's not so sure. Because Moshe Rabbeinu, which the says about him, me'at that he was the, the closest thing to the Rabbi Shalom that was in the creation, he himself was many times did not ask the Rabbi Shalom or did things that the Rabbi was not so happy that he did them. And this is after the Rabbi Nisholeim said, He who is trustworthy whatever he says and whatever he does. At the end of the day, these were fatal mistakes that caused him, in the end, not to go and to Israel, and that's that. On a finishing note, uh, I mean, first of all, we all have to learn from that, but we have to learn from the Megillah, and one of the essences is that we're in this we're we're, we're in this crazy situation, time and time and time again, and why isn't it ending? In the Megillah, it ended. For it's part of time, and uh, the, the Eden became, came back to Eretz Israel. They were able to reinstitute and build a second base amigdash. Why now not? And the key was that Mordechai was not ashamed and not afraid to go out in public and, Vayizak and he was trying to awaken everyone and say how bitter this scholos is how bad it is for us. Don't think that you have a beautiful house and you have a better car and, and you're eating in upscale restaurants and this is a good life. This is bad. This We need the za'aka gedoy lo'umara. That gullus is bitter. And gullus is bad. And the Rabbi Yisraelim showed us how bad this gullus could be that without an army, and, and, and without a KGB and without a, a, an inquisition or a Holocaust, we were social distance, we were away from one each other and 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 it was it, it was and sort of still is sort of horrible. Life is not back to normal. Maybe tomorrow when we say slichas, we should all yell out a Zooka Umora, and ask the Rebbeinu Shleilam for your own name for your own sake so for your sake gather all those that are scattered and establish them and give them life in a new Binyan Beis HaMikdash let us all have the best Purim ever. Let us be Payel Yeshueis, Aretz. And the biggest Yeshua would be when the Gula Shlema comes. When the Gula Shlema comes, everybody's going to be healthy. Everybody's going to have parnasa. Anybody who needs to get married will find their Zivug automatically. Anybody who is sick will be healed automatically. So let's go for maximum for the Gula Shlema that will heal all our wounds and send away all the tears and let us meet the Mir Tz Hashem this Erev Shabbos on the steps of Har on our way to see the Kohen God will do the Avodah on Shabbos in the Beis HaMikdash. Have a great Purim and a good Shabbos.